voice out from your heart. Say something unto the King of Glory. The one who has given us life. He deserves our worship. He deserves our worship.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, glory. Please, I believe all of you can hear me. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Glory be to Jesus. Wow, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Wow. God bless you for joining, Sister Ophelia. God bless you for joining, Mrs. ABC. Sister CK, God bless you for joining. And all of you who are sharing it, God bless you. WRPK, God bless you for joining, please. Prophet Daniels, you are welcome. God bless you for joining. Um, someone joined it. PJR, God bless you. Great Apostle Fabiano Judah Piri, God bless you. Wow, glory. Yahweh's donkey, God bless you. The man of God himself. Emmanuel, Bwedi Bwate, I celebrate grace, Archbishop, God bless you for joining. Hallelujah. It's another wonderful evening. To, tonight is um, day three, day three of Supernatural Enlightenment Conference. Hallelujah. So we started on the Monday night, which was a very wonderful night. And yesterday night too was another explosive night now I, I i can't even wait for what is about to happen tonight hallelujah because i know that tonight is going to be another dimension another dimension a higher dimension yesterday i made a statement that we are still on the ascendancy <laughs> we are on the ascendancy we are ascending higher and higher can you open your mouth and just thank god i want you to thank god for everything that is happening during this program for all the enlightenment we are receiving so that we mature as believers to take our place 
Rabochanda. Can you open your mouth? Just thank God. I wanted to 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 thank God. Zanderi andori andarie. Zella ibadie sembrin divali andosh. Repayanda balagada rabada badai. Zanderi adiria. Onda baseke de rewosha. Repanda rabasokori andarabadaba. Oh Jesus, Zandoroboriantai. Atoli andarabazuri in demaluataza. Holy andima andorobori andei. Repandorobo shekada badabadai. Isaya idiribo shakada rabadabam. Rekambara shambarabadabadabam. Repayanda rabayando roboya aliantoriande. Repaya arebayandori andaziandorie. Repayanda rabalaba rabayanda raba. Repayando robo shambarabadaba. Le paramba zibrondo rakaya le balaba. Repayandi indarabadabadosh. Repayanda rabalaboriande. Zaimbro shabarabarabadabadaba. Zebalalalala shemeneranarara. Astero ronereana rabadabadaban. Velande repandere andorobo talebariande. Repaya lagada rabado shabadabadaba. Rebayanda rabadabo shabarabade. Easter Brando, somebody just bless the name of God for this wonderful evening. In the Rebashanda, lift high the name of God. Oh, you can do it better. You can do it better. Le Panda Robo Shekarabalaba. In the Bori Ikaturi and the Rabazoriandi. Istalombro Shedere Barabadoza. Repalagada Rabashan Maraba. Baboria, Baboria. Espolo de Revelecolo Veladorie. Ziande Repando Roko Shanda Rabababa. Ruke Nerera Shirira Rosanda Rabale Antorianda Rabado. Jembre, 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 jembre. A young friend de retelebra shebrebo. Rosha barada barre ila barro bosh. Repaya rabada badosha. Repanda razaga rosha barabade. Repale brando roshandele bababa. Oh, radila impandolom panderia. Nozeli ivendere aturia, aduri anderi ankombalia, ivendili valut aspanduri kaborie, inere baragadarabadosha, rebanda zandorobori aturi andarabade, lei kayanda rasoli andarayandoria, rupale iranda sambarakayanda. Ile imba, ile imba, ile imba, ile imba. Jantorobo zagrande rayanti. Isprede rediv alandro predishapa. Rokolentelila imbro salatila. Nelevengra ziento ziento. Espieno shine shine shine. Askarana askarushale raye. Ozevrande remba shambrande. 
King of kings and Lord of lords, who is like unto you, O God? There is none that can be compared to you, Abba God. Esproya tiriandorobo saleila ayoma ayanda rusha payalaba radei teleira indelei shalei barei inderekiro rakonda rabadei shalaboria melande rifelelelelo shemanamaba rushembro zendre branderia ostaro kredire zandele panderia Rakidosh and Sadaria, Rondelem Bambanda, Rediendolo Zenderia, Oh, Ronde Shende, Ronde Shende. We give you all glory, we give you all the praise, Adonai, Maloni Ideiru Zembro, Repanderiando, Yendolos Agdolos Agdiros Agdoni, Rekenderi Sodende, Rombo Shanda. Rambadei, Ruke Baleke Dori in Dosconda, Rombo Shande Reke Doya, in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray a prayer and you are praying that Heavenly Father help me to be attentive. Oh, to be attentive to your word tonight and be obedient to act on your word that will be coming tonight heavenly father help me help me to be attentive to pay attention to the word that is coming tonight and to be obedient to act on the word somebody i need you to open your mouth and just begin to pray right now as God to help you to be attentive, attentive, super attentive to the word in Damazinda. Let the fire of God prepare our hearts to receive from the Lord tonight that we will be attentive, super attentive to the word that is coming forth in double and we will be obedient to act on the word. There are many who hear the word and they do not do it, but it is the doing that brings the blessings. Mukapaya, that, that we will not just be hearers, but we will be doers of the word. In Delepanda, let the grace of God prepare our hearts for a genuine encounter with Elohim tonight to receive the divine word. In Dabalo Keberia, Adun Aventis Impaladim, Havingundan Diatus, Irande Pandelus, Dadeli Banduri Kabandai, 
Mudekeila imbalut aziande vele korosha bandai ropandele matus atula ilei kambanda watila imbalua ilei kandumi pampomi adema atuda ilaya wadudu undakua adikiti lakuandelua ibei raudus ugadua adele melegedush apandolua repanda baba boriande irepanda labanderiande irepanda walia panda panderiande i want us as you are praying i want us to lift up the preacher makuda ragada the guest minister for tonight let us lift him up before the throne of elohim rakayanda that elohim will breathe upon him that every word that will proceed from him yeah that word will have a supernatural impact upon our lives that god will lay the mortal clay aside that god will speak through him every word that will proceed from his mouth it will be the word of fire it will be the word of transformation it will be the word that will produce the immediate ah, spiritual maturity in us that he will not speak of his own accord but he will speak by the mouth of elohim is somebody praying in damuru unda banderia rabbi anduri adura alu panduri banderie izonda rande rusha pande rabbi alumbra kwande in the legada lagado rogodo 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 Ah, ragada da 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 ipaladam paladia melitabori adiria indoropo yandaropanderia rabazendereke pandeya rakatoriandeya ask the hand of god to rest upon him let the glory of elohim shroud him let the glory of elohim envelop him let the glory of Elohim encapsulate him. Akum atum atei atuza adepandala pandoroboriande. Let the light of Elohim proceed from his mother. Rakosheketeli antolia mayandolo pandoroboyande inda pandalo pranda ragoshada zoriet espronda rabadeya meledi vila kunda rakoshabada izan. Andorosheketeya, Rabayando Rokoshendaya, Azobrondo Pandereba Lagada, Ibaroshanda Rabadosha, Rapandelo Koriandaya, Izaitus Aturi Aturi Atuda, Ayadim Baduri Adush, Apan Adun Ape Yapana, Gagali Gagund Adunda Ivada, Maduni Ipanderi Agua, Repandori Izaita. Manus ukan ide ide 
pray ask fresh fire to be upon the guest speaker ask fresh oil to be upon him Zaduri atun in damazum badum panun atun ikadori aduri atoma zalei imbadu rubaba ilei ba aduma apanda kuwa akimbi kuatun talei baruja rekende legadelegese adema apamporianderia repayando bokonde rebosia azeli imbarosha gata repayada dadadosha ile bado do 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 iso prondo roboyondo mayandi veleke losheketai hey zandele paruzaya in the name of jesus makandoro shekerebe something is going to happen tonight kadira and jesus is going to happen jesus is happening tonight just as the first day the second day tonight i believe jesus is happening 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 you see you have to make sure that your pen your book your tablet everything is ready because you are going to learn tonight and anything is possible in this atmosphere just be sensitive to the flow be attentive anything is possible the bible says that all things are possible to them that believe so open your heart to receive me i am receiving <laughs> i am receiving thank you jesus hallelujah thank you father 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 you father thank you father thank you father thank you father thank you father in jesus precious name hallelujah rev rev please um you can call him okay you can call him as i'm about to introduce you please you can call him rev yeah you can call him jabaru shanda raba sebrandore korabadagadai zeri indorobo shabrandaya Iverus abrosa prande Manurikaro shabrandaya Rikatorianda rabadaya Zibro ibranda zembro shande Hallelujah Beloved in the Lord tonight we are graced and we are privileged for another encounter tonight 
now he, this man of god is the first man of god <laughs> i invited and he's the first that i spoke of the team now immediately i i i i went for church service and whilst i was there the holy spirit was speaking to me he said this 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 from this time to this time that is when you are supposed to have the program this 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 and this man of god is supposed to be part of the speakers who are going to speak and immediately in my spirit i asked i said lord what are we going to treat what are we going to touch on and the lord said to me spiritual maturity so i remember when i told him that oh this is what the lord and he asked me so what is the theme and i said i don't know but the lord says spiritual maturity <laughs> hallelujah now he he is a great man of god hallelujah he is a great man of god with a beloved wife hallelujah lady pastor mercy hallelujah he is a great man of god he is the resident pastor for kingdom mystery center kmc akimoda now he is a faithful son of apostle david martin edujemfi now this man of god carries authority hallelujah he carries unction he carries power he carries the word and he's a man i love so much he's a man i love so much um without wasting much time um, with a round of applause i want us to welcome the man of god reverend emmanuel and name beloved i want you to receive him very well no receive him with great honor because something is about to happen tonight and jesus is happening tonight man of god i'm greatly humbled and the pulpit is yours please you can flow i'm greatly humbled god bless you <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much, Apostle. Mm. Uh, please, I believe I can be, I, I can be heard. Can you hear me? Um, God bless you so much. And um, I want to say, um, God bless you for joining. Thank you so much. Okay, 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 thank you. Um, this is a great privilege that um, I believe God has giving all of us to appear before him. The Bible said that they go from strength to strength. Every one of them is Zion appeared before the Lord. And um, the Bible said that, the Bible says something in um, Psalm 65, the verse number two. It says that blessed is the man that God caused to approach unto him. He said that he shall be satisfied with the blessing. So I believe that tonight, God is set to satisfy you with a particular blessing. No one appears before God and then goes back the same. You will definitely live with a blessing. And tonight, I want you to know that there's a blessing that lies in wait for you. God is set to visit you tonight. And God is set to bless your life tonight. And your life will never be the same. Now, I want us to pray. Father, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this opportunity. The Bible said that, the Bible said in the book of John, he said that he will send the spirit of truth. He will send the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of truth. And he said, he will guide us into all truth. He will guide us into all truth. Holy Spirit, tonight, guide us and lead us in the name of Jesus. Communicate the mysteries of your word. 
to us in the mighty name of Jesus. And let your hand be mighty upon us. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit will touch you and the Holy Spirit will meet you at the point of your need in the mighty name of Jesus. And by tonight, I pray that let fresh fire be released upon somebody and let the hand of God be mighty upon your life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right. So uh, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is with us and um, I want you to be conscious of him. Consciousness of the Holy Spirit is very important, very, very key, so long as our walk of faith is concerned. So uh, to receive something from the Lord, you must be conscious of where you are. You are in the presence of God and don't let anything distract you. Any form of distraction, do well to, I mean, deal with it so that you can have we can have a free flow tonight in the name of Jesus. And I want to appreciate Apostle Justice. God bless you so much, man of God, for this great opportunity that you have given me to be a partaker of what God is doing in our midst. I'm so much humbled and grateful, man of God. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. And I bring you greetings from um, my father, Apostle David. I thank God for his life. And um, I bless God for what God is doing with his life in these end times. God bless him so much wherever he is. Um, let's move straight into the word of God. Um, our theme for this gathering or this conference is spiritual maturity. And then maturity is very key so long as our our spiritual work is concerned. Now, one thing I want us to understand is that um, um, when we get born again, okay, when we get born again, uh, you see, if you are in the world, if you are not born again, you are in the world, the most important thing to God, so long as your life is concerned, is your salvation. So the Bible said that um, uh, Cornelius prayed, he gave arms, he was a devout man, and the Bible said that his prayers became a memorial before the Lord, and um, God had to organize his salvation. And he was the first Gentile to be born again. God had to organize his salvation by showing, giving a vision to Peter and sending him forth to go and preach to him to be born again. So the most important thing about an unbeliever's life is his salvation. Now, when you get born again, the next most important thing to God is your growth your growth and your maturity, your growth is so much important to God. Now, when you read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, the Bible said that, as newly born babies desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. Uh, because um, God, 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 you, you see, we are, we, are, we are purpose beings. Okay, we are purpose beings. Everyone, at the sound of my voice, is... Um, Purpose personified. Okay, so um King personified everyone that, that has joined us is purpose personified. So long as you are born again, you are God's purpose. We are actually called to fulfill God's purpose, and we are God's purpose actually. So you are God's purpose, I'm God's purpose. We all have, um, uh, how do you call it? The Bible said that we are members in particular of the body of Christ. To play, you have a role to make sure that um, um, the body functions properly. 
So, uh, without you, that is why after you get born again, your growth is so much important to God. Your growth is so much important to God. Your spiritual development is so much important to God after you get born again. So Paul said that my, my little ones, my little children of whom I The mission of Christ in you is important to God. And so your, 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 the establishment of Christ in you is very important. And your establishment of Christ, your establishment in Christ is also very important. And that is one of the reasons why the Holy Spirit indwells you. It's one of the reasons why the Holy Spirit indwells you. When you get born again, the Holy Spirit comes and indwells in you. The Bible said that uh, the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Do you get it? So um, the Holy Spirit is in us to help our, our growth, our spiritual growth, our spiritual development. So your growth is very important to God. It must be taken note of. Your growth is very important to God. And that is that is one thing that makes, um, how do you call it, our theme of so much importance to me. Now, when we talk about um, spiritual maturity, let me just, let me just um, give you two definitions, simple definitions uh, that will help us. Number one, it's just talking about how well a believer can relate with God or how well a believer relates with God. Okay, the Bible says something in John chapter 4, the verse number 24. John chapter 4, the verse number 24. John 4, verse 24. The Bible says that. He said, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So, um, the book of John, John chapter 3 the Bible says something that that which is born of the flesh, when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, he said that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Okay. So now our first birthing was a, a physical birthing, a fleshy one. Okay. David said in Psalm 51 verse 5, he said in, in, in sin was I conceived. Okay. In iniquity was I brought forth. So that is the first birthing. Okay. It's according to the flesh according to the human nature, according to the fallen nature, the flesh. So that, that one is born of the flesh, okay? And then there is another birthing, which is the birthing by the spirit, the birthing by the spirit, the birthing by the spirit. So that is why Jesus told Nicodemus that except a man be born again, it means that that man had already been born. That's the first birthing. But he must be born again, a second birthing. And that one is not according to the flesh or after the flesh, but that one is according to the spirit. Do you get it? So anyone that is born again has experienced two bad things. Number one, your first bad thing, according to the corrupt nature of Adam. That's the first bad thing. And the second bad thing is according to the spirit of God and then the word of God. He said, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And what you cannot see, you cannot enter, you cannot access. So the second one he was talking about was the spiritual birthing. So if you are hearing me, you, you have experienced the spiritual birthing. It means that now you cease to be an ordinary person. That's number one. Number two, you cease to be a fleshy person, but you are a spiritual being. Kodemo something here. Let me read it to you. We are going somewhere, so just follow me. Okay, 
um thank you holy spirit it says that the wind bloweth where it's listed and thou hearest the sound thereof but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth so is everyone that is born of the spirit that is the second birthing he's saying that you cannot predict somebody who has experienced the second birthing because the wind Blowed where it listed. That can hear the sound thereof, but you cannot tell where it goeth or where it cometh. He says, So is anyone that is born again or born of the spirit. So if you are a believer, you are born of the spirit. It means that you are a spirit being. You are a, you are a spirit that lives in the body and you possess a soul. Do you understand? So if you are a spirit and your father is God, and the Bible is saying that God is a spirit, God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. What it means is that when we say somebody is spiritually matured, it means that somebody who is able to relate with his source or somebody who is able to relate with God according to the order of the new man that he has received or according to the newness of life. God is not a flesh. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And you are also a spirit. So your ability to relate with God According to his expectation, that is what we term spiritual maturity. Because when we come to when we come to the when we come to the natural world, okay, uh, a man may have maybe two or three children, and then you realize that sometimes, not all the time, sometimes you realize that one of the kids may be very close to the father than the others. Why? Because the father is able to relate well with that child because. That is maturity. Do you understand? So long as the father's expectation is concerned, he's able to relate well. He's able to share some things, though he's his own son, but he's able to share some things with him because the child is able to relate well with him. And now we are talking about our father in heaven, okay, who the Bible has described that he is not flesh. He said that he is a spirit. John 4, 24. He is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him not in the flesh, not according to the flesh, but in the spirit. So any believer who is able to relate well with God, according to God's expectation, it means that believer is matured. That is, that is my first definition for spiritual maturity. And now... The second, uh, how do you call it, definition I will give, which is, which, is, which is almost the same as my first definition of maturity, is simply put, one's ability to believe and obey the word of God. Okay? Now, there are different kinds of maturity. Somebody may be matured when it comes to marriage. Somebody may be matured when it comes to handling issues. Somebody may be matured. Many, 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 but we are talking about spiritual maturity. Because the only way we relate with God is by faith. Faith. The Bible said it in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It said that, For without faith it is impossible to please God. For they that come to him or he that cometh to God must believe that he is. That is number one. And number two, he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So the only way we relate with God is by faith. So the most important subject in the Bible is faith. Faith. Faith, 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 faith. Your ability to believe in God is by faith. So, in the New Testament, or let, let's, let's go back to the Old Testament, people had to do a lot of things to be accepted by God. Okay? You have to, you have to I mean, 
scale a goat to cover your sins for a year. And after a year, your sins are exposed once again. People were doing many things to, I mean, please God, trying to, I mean, stand right with God, but it was impossible. You get it. But in the New Testament, the only work that we are supposed to do is simple. Believe and obey. The proof of your belief is in your obedience. You are not supposed to offer oxens. We are not supposed to offer cow. We are not supposed to offer whatever at the altar. The only thing we are supposed to do is just believe and obey. We don't work for grace. It is a free gift. We it is not of works, lest any man should boast. It is the gift of God. We don't work for it. It is a free gift. But the only thing you need to do is to believe. Simple. Believe and obey. So one's ability to believe the word of God and obey it, it means you are matured. And every step of obedience takes you to, takes you to higher heights in God or higher realms of maturity and relationship with God. So anybody who, who says, I believe, and doesn't obey, doesn't believe. And anyone, any believer who works in unbelief is not mature. He's a baby in Christ. So now let's look at some scriptures to, I mean, uh, add flesh to everything that I have said so far. Now let's go to, um, thank you, Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 4, the verse number, Romans chapter 4, the verse number 1. Romans chapter 4, the verse number 1. Romans chapter 4, the verse number 1. Thank you, Jesus. Let, let, I'm, I'm reading, okay? So if you don't even have a Bible with you, you can just listen as I read. But it's important to make notes because we are going somewhere. Romans chapter 4, the verse number 1. said, What shall we say then that Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, had found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he had whereof to glorify, to glory, but not before God. But not before God. Or sink Abraham Fine, but it is not, it is not because Abraham did not obtain his righteousness by his works. He said that for what said the scripture, Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. How was Abraham able to obtain righteousness? By believing, simple, believing. Now the verse 4 says that, Now to him that worketh is the reward not reckoned of grace, but of debt. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justified the ungodly, his faith is counted for what? Righteousness. So Abraham didn't work to obtain the righteousness. So um, righteousness means right standing with God. And nobody works Okay, nobody works to have right standing with God. And you need, you need, as we are born again, nobody's righteousness exceeds the other. We are all righteous. That's the baseline. It's the nature of God. If you are born again, you have the nature of God. He said he was made sin. He who knew no sin that we will become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So no believer can be righteous than the other. We are all righteous. But one can be holier 
than the other. One can be anointed, but you cannot be righteous than the other because it is not something we worked for. You can't work to increase your righteousness. It is, a, it is the nature of God. So they, how, do we, how do we obtain unto righteousness? It is by faith, by believing. Just believing. Just believing. Now let's look at Romans chapter 10. The same Romans. Let's look at chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. The verse number 9. Romans 10 verse 9. It said, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Listen on. That if thou shalt believe, confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart, that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. So have you seen? Righteousness is not by our works. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. So even at salvation, believing in God or believing in the finished work of Christ plays a major role, a major role in our salvation. He said that, For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confessing is made unto salvation. So what is the proof of your belief in Jesus? Confessing him as your Lord and personal Savior. Confessing him as your Lord and personal Savior. And then you are saved. Now let's look at him. Yeah, there's a story in the Bible concerning Jairus when uh, he, 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 he came to Jesus that he should come and heal his child because he was, he was sick. And when Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house, this woman who had bled for 12 years uh, touched the hem of his garment and she was healed. And while they were going, after that miracle, while they were going, a message was sent to Jairus that he shouldn't worry the master because uh, his child is dead already. And Jesus turned and said, do not be afraid. Only believe. Only believe. Your ability to believe God. Now the question is, uh, to what extent can you believe God as a believer? Or to what extent do we believe God? Now the truth is, eh, um, one thing I've realized, no, no, I, I don't even have to say the truth, but one thing I've realized is that when all is well, all things being equal with a believer, he believes God so much. A believer will go to church. The man of God will preach. He will stand on his feet. And it's like he's receiving the word with all his heart. Because the every word of God you receive, okay, its test will come. You'll be tested on that. The word you have received before to become part of you. Before you can become an authority. Before you can, I mean, express the authority of the word over situations, okay, you must pass a test. So every word you receive, you'll be tested on. So when all, when all is well, and then um, uh, what example Christ should I use? The word comes, Charlie. You realize that it's as though you, you are the most faithful believer on earth. You believe the thing so much. But when you come to a point where you are tested on that, I've forgotten what Peter did. Peter, when Jesus said, that I, I, I will be, I will be betrayed tonight. The son of the son of man will be betrayed tonight. It, Jesus said, "All uh, Peter said, all men will leave you, but I will not leave him to the point of death." And Jesus said, "The cock will crow three times before the cock crows three times. You, you have betrayed me." And Peter said, "No, no, 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 I will never betray you." Now the word he spoke when he was tested on that he failed. When he was tested, he failed. So most believers, and the truth is. It's as though we believe the word of God, but we don't really believe the word of God. It's as though we believe, but we don't really believe the word of God. I'm telling you, you can check your life. 
you realize that sometimes eh, what will cause a believer to, I mean, consult a fetish priest or, uh, I mean, what will cause a, 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 a how do you call it, um, a young, beautiful lady, uh, how do you, a spirit-filled believer to succumb to the proposal of uh, a sugar daddy or whatever just to get money to pay her fees. When all was okay, she believed that God is Jehovah Jireh. God provides. But at the heat of situations, when you are supposed to be sacked tomorrow because of uh, some debt you are supposed to settle, and it's as though God is silent, it's as though nothing is working, you realize that she will begin to, she will begin to rationalize God, rationalize the ways of God, rationalize how things should be. And you'll be like, less than 24 hours, where am I going to get this 6,000? Where am I going to get this 10,000 to settle this fees? Let me just give in to this man. At least he's just sleeping with me once and then he'll give me this money. Afterwards, maybe this is how God wants things to be. Maybe this is the will of God. And then the person will just give in and then allow the person to sleep with him. You see, it is not your tongue talking that makes you matured. Neither is it the, the, the ability for you to manifest spiritual gifts, so to say. That is not what makes you matured. Because it's a gift that God has given you. Now, some people can even be sleeping with people, but still be prophesying and doing other things. You see, um, my spiritual father taught me something. He said there are, there, are, there are some ministries, okay, that God blesses to function. And there are some ministries too that God himself is there. God is there. Now, there are some, there are, there are the things to do to, I mean, uh, receive and keep or host God's presence. Now, if you're unable to relate well with God, he will not be pleased to be around you. It means you're not mature to handle his presence. So he has blessed you to function. The gift, miracles will be happening, but he's not there with you. And there are some ministries to God is there. Now, was it not Moses who was able to part the red sea into two? Was it not Moses who could turn his rod to a uh, snake to swallow other snakes? Was it not Moses who could command darkness that, that was tangible to, to, I mean, take over the land of Egypt? Was it not Moses who could call forth frogs? But he requested of God's presence in, in Exodus 33. He requested of God's presence. So it is not in every manifestation, it is not in every operation, it is not in every miracle that you find God there. Do you understand? The Bible said that the giftings and the callings of God, they are without repentance. God can anoint you, God can give you gift. You can even operate in all the, all the, all the gifts of the Spirit. But the Spirit of God may not be there. His presence may not be with you. It means you are not matured in handling His presence. So don't judge your maturity by the, by the things you are able to do. Do you understand? Your maturity has got more, your spiritual maturity has got more to do with relating with God. How well you can relate with God. That is maturity. Because you may even be doing things for God and God is not even happy with you. So that one must be taken into consideration. So what will cause this sister to give in to this lecturer so that she, she will get an A? Why? Because the test of the word has come and she has failed. She has, she has failed. The Bible said that your strength is little if you fail in the day of adversity. If you fail in the, in the day of adversity. So that one must be um, taking notice of. That one must be taking notice. Now, when it comes to, when it comes to uh, how do you call it? Um, um, a believer 
on this earth, okay, or in this earth realm, okay, your flesh, there's a wild contention. Let me let me open to a scripture. Still at the book of um uh thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 17. Galatians 5, verse 17. I believe somebody is getting blessed. I believe somebody. I pray that the Holy Spirit will open you up. So that whatever I'm sharing. Thank you. 
I want us to just begin to flow in the Holy Ghost. He will rejoin very soon. The man of God will rejoin. He will rejoin very soon. Yeah, I want us to just begin to speak in the Holy Ghost wherever you are. Just begin to speak in the Holy Ghost. Ibarakada rambas denda rabadaba Ibaratori anderia Rokoyada rabas shabadaba Every day and it really tells us to the study Yeah Hello, Roche Branda Zibrondo Rebadabadaba Rosha Branda Rambadabade Ibarosha Badabadabadaba Yavali Malegada Rabadabo Shadabadaba Rebanda Rabazita Robo. No, I wanted to just speak in the Holy Ghost. Speak in the Holy Ghost. I believe everybody can hear my voice. Just speaking the Holy Ghost, he will be reconnecting again very soon. Ragabo Shabada Badaba Zebranda Zina Ravani Ilabado Vrenishara Rikazinda Venaru Shabadianda Rabado Ripadi Ripalabalabrandosh Anderia Rivali Korovali Isombrande Faladiba Rishaba Lebrondo Sabrandiri and Rabados Hasbro de Recata Libranda Zimbro Zandaraye Hespro Levangra Idas Doro Shabaila Kimonos Axkendo Robadi Sabali Vanero Herepanda Ragados and Revane Rebalove Astoro Hestirina Razunea Jelos Andra Brandeiri Ayanda 
Dila Rubamban Demush Adigolo Saladie Velo 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 Ashkeriando Zenderema Jambaladai O Manaya Dozalei Veneri Sosterino Barracadori Jale Manderi Cabalus as Brondo. Yes, yes. Rekandara. Rev, please, you can call in. Please, you can call in. Rekabo Shabali Indarubo Salimani. Hestorosh Abrande. Samandaya. Yes. Uh, please, you can flow. All right, sir. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks be to God. Uh, all right, so um, let, let, let's get let's get back to a topic. I think I was having some few network challenges. So as I was saying, um, if you feed, if you if you submit your soul, or if you allow the word of God to find expression in your soul, then it means that your soul will definitely align with your spirit man, and that is when you can do the will of God. But if you feed your soul, okay. You keep watching things, you keep listening to things like worldly songs, you keep watching some movies, you keep seeing some things that do not bring um, glory to God. At the end of the day, you are feeding your soul with deadly things. And by the time you realize you are, you are living in sin. And this is the challenge. So Paul is telling us that there is a contention between our spirit and then the flesh. And each one wants to rule. Each one want to rule. So now, for a believer, so please project the scripture for me, okay? Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 13. So now, for a believer to defy all the demands of their flesh to obey God, it means that person is matured. Now, if you sing, listen, say, oh, now for microphone, eton, enyum, eman, ko, fortetishi, Eman kofunyo mayare sa. Nase uye ye nanu. Uti misane. Ufri puppet nesho nanu. You go and fornicator. You are not matured. Because. You have submitted to your flesh. You have sub. Any believer who, who is able to submit to the demands. To the will. To the desires of the spirit. Is matured. The ability to work in self-control. Because anybody who cannot control himself cannot control others. So sometimes you can be deceived to say that, hey, this brother is mature, though. This sister is mature, though. Why? Hey, chalo, turn your man and go for what it is. Last cry, oh, bumpire, mobi, now be our able boy, no, I'm sorry. It is good. But that is not, that, that is not the, the, the ultimate way to measure the, the, the maturity of a believer. If you say, oh, you know, oh, you know, Obi 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 send a bufuka crab and walk to blue. Said the majority as here. But for you to submit, for, for you to submit your will, for you to submit your desires, for you to be able to obey what the Holy Spirit wants you to do, it means you are very matured. Because the demands of the flesh, they are wild. Now look at what Joseph did when Potiphar's wife tempted him. Did he stand there to pray in tongues? Shagadabaha. I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I can overcome this. The Bible said that he fled. He said, flee, flee fornication. Flee. A simple obedience. So when sad things come your way and you are unable to stand, instead of fleeing, you are rather giving in. 
It means you are not matured. In the name of uh, afterwards, I will come and seek forgiveness. Now, if we're a believer and every day your prayer is, God, forgive me, forgive me, God, forgive me, God, forgive me, I'm sorry, forgive me. It means you are not really maturing. You are not really giving yourself for growth. Now, growth is not the same as maturity, but growth, growth serves you the opportunity to be matured. A growing person is likely to mature, but growth is not necessarily the same as maturity. Now, somebody may be born again, uh, may have been born again 20 years, and somebody may have been born again just a year. But when you put the two, when you like, when you compare that, you realize that sometimes the, the year-old believer may even be matured in the things of God than somebody who is 20 years. This one is very grown, so long as, uh, how do you call it? Uh, so long as his life in the faith is concerned. But this may be matured. Ubetimen will be all 50 years, and you'll be all 20 years, but will be all 20 years, no, because I would say, no, this guy is matured, not dream or dog. He knows what he's saying. But they will be over 50 years. So they are not the same. You must take note of that. So if you are able to, I mean, submit yourself, be obedient to the Holy Ghost. Because now you must understand that there are levels in obedience. We will come to that. There are levels in, in, in believing and obeying. They are not the same. Now, there are some instructions when they come. They are very easy for you to obey. For example, if you come to church and you are seated at the left-hand side of the, of the church, maybe you are seated by the wall, and then you are given an instruction, move to the next seat. It is very easy to obey that one. Very, very easy. You want to board a car to a place, and then you are given an instruction by the Holy Ghost. No, step out of this car and use the next car. It is very easy to obey. Now, when you receive your salary, okay, when you, maybe it's Christmas, you receive your salary plus your Christmas bonus, and in all, the money is like 10,000 Ghana cities or 15,000 cities, and the Lord speaks to you, go and drop everything, go and drop everything in the offering basket. Now, be very sincere with yourself. I, I, won't, I won't ask for response. How many of us will believe that? How many of us will obey that and that time also no rent as soon as rent if you are a free or lie at the same time so there are some bills you must take care of you are better disconnected or light now how many of us will be able to obey so you realize that there are levels and there are dimensions in believing and obeying in believing and obeying, and 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 every every form of belief and obedience comes with a certain risk, so long as the natural life is concerned. For God to tell you go and sacrifice your only son, it's it's a risk naturally. It doesn't make sense. It's a risk, but the result of that is very glorious, and very 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 mighty, very glorious and very mighty. So, such instruction, you might even uh, act as though it is the voice of the devil. Or it's like you didn't hear. Do you know one, thing, one funny thing about believers? When we, when we hear a voice that will propel us to our next level, we believe it. And we don't even think that it is our mind. 
But when we receive an instruction, that will place a demand on our faith and place a demand on something that we have. That is when we say that, oh, this one, it is my mind. That's when we become logical about the things of God, about the instruction. And when you do that, you will not be blessed. So you should understand that. You should understand that. You should understand that. Now, maturity, maturity, if maturity were to be a person, I would say that he is not loud, but his impact is mighty. Maturity, he is not loud. He's not seen everywhere, but his impact is undeniable. You can't do without him if maturity was a person. But if immaturity was a person, I'll tell you that he is very loud. He's a sanguine. He's everywhere. He's talking everywhere, but he's not, mat- he's not mature. His impact, he doesn't make impact. Now listen to what uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 13 says. It says, for if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. So our height in God, the, our height in God, okay, is connected to our obedience. Show me a man who is doing exploits in the kingdom. Show me a man who has attained unto height, altitudes in the faith. And I'll show you a man of faith and obedience. It's simple. I'll show you a man of faith. I'll show you a man of faith and obedience. He said, if you're obedient, he said, you eat the good of the land. So if you are not ready to obey, you see, the the up and coming generation, we have to really take our time. I'm telling you, we have to really take our time and follow after the fathers, those who have gone ahead and learn from them. But one thing I've seen is that uh, we tend to be too loud and we don't take time to learn and know the things that must be known. We, we, we tend, it's like, oh, Charlie, a child, <laughs> I know Joshua's brother can even come to a point to think that he's anointed than the fathers. He's anointed than the father. No. The prices that a father has paid to get to where he is, one thing I've realized that when you are starting, you are so loud. The more you grow, you become more humble, humble. Now look at some of the fathers. They have major impacts. As some of them, you seldom hear about them. But they are making the major impact. But some of us here start because we don't really take time to mature in the things of God. But I pray that God will help all of us in the name of Jesus. God will help you. God will help us that we'll be able to do according to his will that um, his purpose will be established on the earth and in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Now, that which makes you Operate in a haste. That which makes you anxious. That which will, any step you have taken that will end you in errors. I pray that may God deliver you from it in Jesus' mighty name. Any step you have taken in your mind, any decision you have taken in your mind that may end you in distraction, may God deliver you in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, as I said, the proof of our belief or of our faith is in our obedience. The Bible said in James 2 verse 26, he said that faith without works is dead. So the proof of your faith is your works. 
The same way, believing without obedience is not correct. If you believe, you have to obey. Now, I'm going to show you uh, some examples um, in the Bible uh, concerning wonderful people uh, in the Bible that obeyed God even to certain levels that um, came with a lot of wrecks naturally. We're going to discuss one or two. But one thing I want you to understand is that God, listen, if God gives you an instruction today and you have not obeyed it, if like pray 50 hours tomorrow, he will not give you the next instruction. Until the previous instruction is obeyed, the next one will not come. So, uh, Prophet Samuel told Saul, he said, obedience is better than what sacrifice. Now, prayer is a form of sacrifice. You pay price. Praying 20 hours a day is a sacrifice. But God will love you obedience more than that sacrifice you are paying. God gave you an instruction. You know you are called. God gave you an instruction that start as an evangelist. Preach, preach a soul every day. Every day, walk on the street and minister to a soul. Every day, minister to a soul. And you have not obeyed. And then you have gone into 20 days fasting and prayers. And you are fasting. Father, in the name of Jesus, show me the way to go. Show me the next level. Father, what is the next level of the anointing? Meanwhile, the instruction he gave you, you are not doing it. You remain there, you will not move forward. And you'll be deceiving yourself thinking that you are, you are, you are moving forward. But you still be stagnant at one place. But the moment you obey, then the next one will come. The next one will come. Now, let's look at um, some examples in the Bible. Um, let's look at Abraham. I'm just going to give you two instances about Abraham. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Now, why was God so much in love with Abraham? Why was God? Because Abraham was matured. Abraham lived a matured life. And what is the matured life? Abraham believed in every word God spoke and obeyed it. Abraham was always ready to obey God. So he was matured. When, was, when did you read? Where did you, where did you read in the Bible that um, God was going to take a decision and God himself came to visit Elijah? That let's talk. Or God, all these people that did mighty things. No. But God walked to Abraham when he, when he wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because Abraham was a matured person. Abraham was somebody who had self-control. Abraham was somebody who could believe God and obey. Simple. He will believe it. He will just obey. And Abraham was, was a man that God uh, had delight in. Now, Genesis chapter 12. Let's look at it. He said, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country. Get thee out of thy country. And from thy kindred and from thy father's house into a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abraham took Sarah his wife and Lot his brother's son. And all their substance that they had gathered. And the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came. Now Abraham was seventy-five years old. And God gave him an instruction that leave your father's house. 75 years old, or that's what Tene Papefi. Next, Abraham, no, start here, Brabosa, and your man said, Uncle Ye, or Tene Papefi at the age of 75. 
And God said, go to the land I will show you. So God had not even showed him where to go. And he didn't ask any question. He just started moving. He took his wife and all that he had and started moving because God has spoken and he had to obey. Why won't God take delight in such a man? He just obeyed. Simple. Now, how many of us are ready to obey God? That's the question. Are we ready to obey? Do we, do we really obey God when he speaks to us? Do you really, really obey God? Some of us, we read the word of God for several reasons, but we don't, we don't really practice what the word says. It means we are not matured. We just read it for reading's sake. Some of us, we, we even read it because we want to use it to preach. But we don't really practice what God says. Now, if we're a believer, you don't pay your tithe. You are not matured. You are not matured. I don't care the gift you're operating in. You don't pay your tithe. You don't do your quiet time. The simple prayers we have to you don't pray. You are not matured because you are not obeying scripture. It means you're a babe. You see, uh, it is children that, that look for manifestation, okay? Adults, they look for fulfillment, purpose. So, uh, mature people, they look for purpose. They work according to purpose. But children look for manifestation. So the fact that you are doing many things doesn't necessarily mean you are matured, but your ability to obey. Why is that you don't pay tight? Meanwhile, the Bible has said it. I say, oh, this brother is matured. Oh, it's not true. You are not matured. You are acting in immaturity. Now, let's go to Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. The same Abraham. He said, and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, I am here. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee. Verse 3, listen. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. God gave an Israel. And this was so risky. Naturally. Risky. Now Abraham was over 100 years. When his son came. He gave birth to Ishmael. God said that the promise will not come. It is, he is not the promise. The, the blessing, the promise, it will not come through Ishmael. It will come through the son you, you, give, you, the son you have with your wife, Sarah. And now the son has come. As a man who is over 100 years. How can he give birth again? But God said, go and sacrifice him. And Abraham didn't ask any question. He just obeyed. That is a mature person. He just obeyed. He, he rose up in the morning and then just went forth to do what God had instructed him to do. That is maturity. And that is where all of us must come to. I pray that God will grant us the grace to obey his word no matter what. What is the proof of our faith if not for our obedience? What is the proof that you are full of faith? What is the proof? Listen, the strength of your faith is in your obedience. That which gives strength, stability to your faith as a believer is your obedience. I'm telling you. The Bible said it in Romans chapter 12 verse 3. That we're all given a the same measure of faith. You are given a measure of faith when you get born again. And you are supposed to grow. In Ephesians chapter 4, he said that till we all come to the unity of the faith. Till we all come to the unity of the faith. It means that when we get born again, we are given that measure of faith. We are not supposed to remain there. We are supposed to grow. 
and to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. So our faith must grow. The Bible said that faith comes by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. So show me a man who is full of faith and I'll show you a man who is obedient. So anybody who is very disobedient, your faith will be weak. Your faith, your faith will be weak because that which gives strength to your faith is your obedience. It's your obedience. May God help us. May God help us. May God help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, um, if we compare Abraham's story to uh, Zachariah, even with Zachariah, God was not demanding anything from him. God was not demanding anything. He was a priest who offers sacrifices unto God on behalf of the people. He was a priest. And a priest, you should know better. God gave him an instruction. God sent his angel to come and give him a very good news that you are going to give birth to a, to a son. And he asked a question in unbelief. How can this be? And the angel said, I am Gabriel that stands in the presence of the Lord. Because you have doubted, you 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 will be damp for nine months until the promise comes to pass. But when it comes to Abraham's own, it wasn't something God was coming to give him. God was actually testing him. It was something like something that would take something from you, but he didn't ask any question. He just obeyed. That is a mature person. No wonder when you read um, how do you call it? Um, uh, Genesis 18 there. When God wanted to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he came to Abraham to have discussion with him because now Abraham didn't want to be doing pempens when dream. Can we bring ourselves to that point? It is by believing in whatever God has said and obeying. Believe and obey. If you forget anything, don't forget believe and obey. Believe and obey. Believe and obey. Now, when God told Abraham that um, you are going to be a father of many nations and it is in thy seed that the promise will come to pass. Now, the Bible said that everything around Abraham was against the promise. In, in um, Romans chapter uh, Romans chapter, five, chapter 4, verse 16. Romans 4, verse 16. The Bible said that. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end. The promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were, who against hope, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to do. The Bible says Abraham was strong in faith. Where did that strength come from? Abraham had practiced obedience towards God. So his faith was so strong to stand whatever uh, impossible uh, promise, so long as the, the, the natural realm is concerned, that God had given. 
he was able to stand. Now, what sometimes uh, God, God speaks to us, and when we consider the situations around us, uh, it makes it quite difficult for us to believe. So let me ask you, maybe you don't have a passport, and God, God appears to you today and says, tomorrow by this time, you'll be in U.S. Tomorrow by this time, I'm taking you to U.S. Will you believe or not? Will you ask yourself questions? The Bible said that he who doubts shouldn't expect anything from God in the book of James. He told Jairus, only believe. That is the only thing. Only believe. When, when you come to, you see, there are some situations, eh? it's as though it has a little life. So when we put in a, a little effort, it will work. So that way it is very easy to obey. But when a situation comes to a point where it, it comes into contact with death, and actually life is taken out of it, that at that point in time, it, it, it becomes difficult to obey. If you are somebody who always uh, rationalizes things, it becomes very difficult to obey. Now, Jairus believed that Jesus could heal his child because the child wasn't dead yet. So he came to Jesus. But when message was sent to him that don't disturb the master because the child is dead now. Now, Jesus realized that no, the thing has come to a point where the guy may lose the guy may lose. He said, at when, when situations get to this point, the only thing you are supposed to do is to believe. Don't ask yourself questions. Don't doubt. Don't look at impossibilities. Only believe. So if God tells you tomorrow you are going to U.S., the only thing you are supposed to do, the only work you are supposed to do about this promise is believe against all odds. Believe against all impossibilities. Believe against all things that will make the promise, uh, how do you call it? Uh, that will make the promise impossible. Just believe. Now, if it is you and I, maybe even Beth says, I don't have the first thing as, hey, opportunity, the only passport, I won't mean, hey. But the, 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 the thing came to the tomorrow you are going. I'll just believe. Ah, is it not God that created the whole universe? Is it not God that created man? He's all in all. If you are looking for the smallest thing, the smallest thing is God. If you are looking at the biggest thing is God. If you are looking at the thing at the middle, it is God. God is all in all. As I say in announcement, I saw. Is there anything too hard for God to do? God is a sovereign God. He does what pleases him. So can't God carry you to U.S. without a passport? Only believe because naturally it doesn't make sense. It is foolishness. And the day things of God make sense to the natural mind, that is when God ceases to be God. And that is when maturity comes in. If you're able to believe the, 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 these things that are contrary to natural laws, it means you are matured. Because it is not everybody that can believe God. It is not everybody that can believe. So my own is just to believe and it will happen. Yeah. Because the Bible said that the foolishness of God, the foolishness of God is wiser. It's wiser. It's wiser than the wisdom of men. And the weakness of God is stronger than the strength of men. I'm telling you. So your own is to just believe. And that's the problem. We always resort to our mind. We always resort to the things around us. We always resort to the situation, the circumstances around us. And it puts us in a haste to take decisions we are not supposed to take. And it's faithlessness and it's immaturity. I'm, I'm 37, I'm 38. A man is not coming, a man is not proposing. So what do I do then? I have to give my body so that they will consider me a marriage. It is faithlessness, it's immaturity. I don't care what you do in church. If you'll be able to do it, it means you are immature. You couldn't believe God. 
You couldn't hold on to his promise. You are immature. Spiritually, you don't have self-control. You move quick. Now, let me show you one, one story, one last story in the Bible, then I bring my message to a close. I have a lot of examples to share with you, but because of time. Now, let's look at King Saul. King Saul. What made King Saul lose his kingdom and throne? It's because of immaturity. Immaturity. Ability to believe and obey God. Now, the first question is, how did you become a king? Saul never knew you would be a king. Ne papa, enane asses, eirae, enokwakoshe shomo. Not only it was God who orchestrated it for him to encounter the prophet, for him to anoint him as a king over Israel. Because Israel had demanded, Israel had cried to God that they want a king. Meanwhile, God was their king. And God gave them a king. Now, let's look at the scripture from, um, how do you call it? First Samuel chapter 13. First Samuel chapter 13. If God could enthrone you as a king, why is that when God gives you an instruction, you're unable to obey? It means Paul was not mature. If you saw, if you compare Saul and David, you realize that David was very mature because David inquired of the Lord. Nine times David inquired of the Lord. He never relied on his experience. No matter the pressure or the circumstance, he always inquired of the Lord to know the next step to take. But look at what uh, look at what Saul did in First First Samuel chapter thirteen verse one. I'm reading verse one to verse thirteen. He says that Saul reigned one year, and when he had reigned two years over Israel, Saul chose him three thousand men of Israel, whereof two thousand were with Saul in Mechmash and in Mount Bethel, and a thousand were with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin, and the rest of the people he sent every man to his tent. And Jonathan smote the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba, and the Philistines heard of it. And Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. And all Israel heard, say that Saul has smitten the garrison of the Philistines, and that Israel also was had in abomination with the, with the Philistines. And the people were called together after Saul to Gilgal. And the Philistines gathered themselves together to fight with Israel. 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen. Now, don't forget Saul's people. They were just, they were just 3,000 men. And look at the number of the Philistines. They were 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen. And people as the sun, which is on the seashore in multitude. Take note of, And they came up and pitched in Mekmash, eastward from Bethaven. When the men of Israel saw that they were in a strait, for the people were distressed, then the people did hide themselves in caves and in thickets and in rocks and in high places and in pits. And some of the Hebrews went over Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. As for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal, and all the people followed him trembling. And he tarried seven days according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. But Samuel came not to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. And Saul said, Bring hither a burnt offering to me, and peace offering. And he offered the burnt offering. And it came to pass that as soon as he had, if, you, if the Bible is yours, you underline, as soon as, as soon as he had made an end of offering, the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him, that he might salute him. And Samuel said, What hast thou done? 
And Saul said, Because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that thou comest not within the days appointed, and that the Philistines gathered themselves together at Michmash. Therefore said I, The Philistines will come down now upon me to Gilgal, and I have not made a supplication unto the Lord. I forced myself therefore, and offered a burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast done foolishly. Thou hast not kept the commandment of the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now will the Lord have established thy kingdom Israel forever. But now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord had commanded him to be captain over his people. Because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. So you see, your immaturity can cause you to lose something eternal, something valuable, something that can never you can never obtain again. So, you have been given instruction, wait for the prophet. He said the time that we appointed, the time we agreed on, it had, it had come to pass. And looking at my adversary, Bible saw, not the same that's how Saul saw them. And he was afraid. So have you seen what fear can do? He was afraid and offered a sacrifice. Not knowing that was the day God was coming to establish his kingdom. But you see, let me show you something. Let me show you something. In Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 16. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 16. One of the reasons why God took the kingdom from him. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 16. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 16. If you can project it for me, I'll be very glad. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 16. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 16. Okay, I have it here. He said that. I say, Woe to thee, O land, when thy king is a child and thy princess eats in the morning. It has been projected here. You can read with me. He said, Woe to you, O land, when your king is a child or a servant and when your officials feast in the morning. Now, the child there is not necessarily talking about a child as in age. If you are not matured, you are a child. Now, Israel is the people of God, the chosen of the Lord. And God cannot allow a child to rule them. Somebody who cannot obey what God says, just obey. If God has given you an instruction, why will God watch you destroyed? No. Just obey. But upon doing that, God realized that the guy is a child. If you should lead the people of Israel, he will lead them astray. So quickly, God had to change him. Woe to the land whose king is a child. Woe to you if your king is a child. So Saul had to be replaced because he was not matured. Why? Because he couldn't believe the word of God. And Paul, Saul, I mean, believed the voice of the people more than the voice of God. And that is what happens to most of us when we are about to take decisions. When we are about to take decisions that relate with God's purpose. We sometimes listen to the voice of our parents more than the voice of God. We sometimes listen to the voice of our friends more than the voice of God. Some of us, we listen to the voice of our certificate more than the voice of God. Sometimes we listen to the voice of money more than the voice of God. It means you are not matured. If God tells you, Go to the land I will show you. And you have nothing. 
just obey. If God could send ravens to feed the prophet, what, what can't God do? Your growth is important to God. And everything that God does, and he orders your steps to walk on the path of growth so that you will grow. So there are some things when God takes you to, it doesn't, it's not like God hates you or God wants to put your life in jeopardy. No, God is interested in your growth, your, the strength of your faith. It's very important because you can't relate with God if your faith is not strong. If you do, and the only way we relate with God is by faith, as I said earlier, it's by faith. And some of us, we will believe the voice of our certificate at the expense, at the expense of God. God tells you, don't go yet. Some of us, you'll be surprised that the U.S., 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 U.S. is the reason why you disobey God. United States of America is the reason why you, you disobey God. Now, you want to travel and God tells you, don't go. I want you to stay in Odan uh, Kwanta, Ajubi. I want you to stay there for two years and then just be doing the work of an evangel, be preaching to people. And now two doors have opened unto you, UK and then US. And a human said, we are to you. And the listen to this. A young uncle, and now my mama born the pressure and while working on Alpha. Ah, two months down by the pickle. And now also send your mia frost a human or down quanta. And now you can just imagine the voice of the people. The voice of your mother, the voice of the family. You can just imagine the things they will see. They will put pressure on you. Ah, but listen to me. Oh, those of us that follow God, we are in the rest of God. We are in the rest of God. Nothing moves us. The Bible said, be anxious for nothing. We are not anxious for anything. We are in the rest of God. There is no work for us to do again, but to be in the rest of God. Just believe in him. By believing what God has said he will do, it will happen in the name of Jesus and nothing will stop it. It will not delay. I don't know what you are trusting God for. I don't know the, the, the level of obedience you have gone with God. I don't know the sacrifices you have paid. I don't know the things you have done that has made you a public ridicule, that has made you look funny and unserious in the sight of men. I pray that let the faithfulness of God answer in the name of Jesus, whatever God has said concerning your life, any form of covenant that exists between you and God, anything that you have done in obedience to God that it looks as though you have lost things in the natural realm, I pray in the name of Jesus that may God replenish you, may God give you an abundance in Jesus' name. The other time, the disciples asked Jesus that we have left all to follow you. What shall we get? And he said that anyone that forsakes all these things, that forsakes family, mother, wife, children, friends, husband, wife, to follow me. He said he shall gain much more on this earth and even in the life to come. I pray in Jesus' name that any sacrifice you have paid for God in the mighty name of Jesus, may you be replenished in Jesus' mighty name. May God give you double for your shame in the mighty name of Jesus and let the hand of God be stretched upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said that God is not a man that he should lie. Listen, you have not seen God before. So if you can believe God, it means you are very matured. You have not seen God before. No man has seen God. We don't see, you have not seen God. God is a spirit. We, we believe before we see. We see God with the eyes of faith. The world wants to see before they believe, but we believe. And our belief gives, gives flesh for, to what we have believed so that it will, it will be made manifest. So listen to me. God will not put you to shame, my brother. I'm telling you, God will not put... If God never put my spiritual father to shame, 
And if God never put us to shame, then God will not put you to shame. I'm telling you, if a man who is very knowledgeable, intelligent, gifted, could abandon his certificate and everything just to obey God by settling in Akemodan to do ministry, and God has not disappointed him, it gives me so much confidence that God will not disappoint me. And God will not disappoint you, my brother. I don't know the instructions God has given you. I came to encourage you. Be, be bold to obey God's instructions and he will not put you to shame. Every word that God gives you, be bold to obey it and God will not put you to shame in the name of Jesus. Now I give you the last, I give you the last example and I close. Concerning the same soul, this same soul, this same soul. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 1. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 1. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 1. First Samuel chapter 15, verse 1. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I give you praise. I give you praise, Lord. I give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All right. Now, um, let me just paraphrase it. Um, the Israelite, had a battle with the Amalekites. And God gave Saul an instruction that they should destroy everything. They shouldn't leave anything. But Saul left Agag, the king. And then um, let me let, let me let me let me read some of them to you. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings. Um, and the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refuse that they destroyed. Now listen to what God said. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel saying, It repented me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he is turned back from following me and had not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel and he cried unto the Lord. Now listen to what Samuel told Saul. He said, and Samuel said, had the Lord, had the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than to sacrifice. Now, for God to say, Why? He gave you a simple instruction. Destroy everything. He present them to come and offer sacrifice unto God. My brother, it is not what you can give God or what you can do for God that is of so much importance to him, but how much you can obey what he has told you. If God told you, give the person one CD and you give the person 200 CDs, you have disobeyed God. The instruction was simple. Give him one CD. What can you do to God? What can you do for God? All things come from God. God is all in all. Everything everything you have, it is God that gave you. Everything you see. The Bible said that silver is mine, the gold is mine. You can't give anything to God to favor him because God is favor himself and God gives favor to men. You can't favor God. So whatever you, you think you can do for God, God can do for himself. So it is better to obey God than to do to do more than or to do to, to do differently from what he has commanded you to do. But I pray in the name of Jesus 
that your faith will be strengthened this day, that you will do exactly what God has instructed you to go. May we, may we, may, may we be considered by God as the matured ones in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, any obstacle, anything that has become a challenge for you to obey God the way you ought to obey, anything that has become a hindrance in the mighty name of Jesus, any human being that has been sent your way that, that is really deceiving you and making you, I mean, obey your flesh, obey the world, obey the devil, I pray in the name of Jesus, may God deliver you in the mighty name of Jesus. Anything that makes it difficult to walk in the commandments, the instructions of God, I pray that may the hand of God come through for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Now I want you to put one hand on your head. As I pray for you in the name of Jesus, put one hand on your head. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that may God have mercy on you. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible said that it's a way that seemed right unto a man, but the end thereof, they are the ways of death. In the name of Jesus, if you have taken any step that is leading you astray from the instructions of God, I pray that may God, by his mercies, bring you back on track. In the mighty name of Jesus, and may his hand be mighty over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now you want to pray a short prayer. You want to pray a short prayer. We are going to pray in, in just two minutes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Two minutes. Now, you are going to pray. The Bible said that um, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. He said thou shalt meditate on it day and night. That is when you make your way prosperous. So for you to be prosperous, it is something you have to do delighting in the word but you see sometimes eh, we tend to delight have delight in some things because of the pleasures of life because of the pressures of life because of the demands of life the bible described it that the sower went to sow and some fell by the roadside some fell among tongues some fell on stony grounds then so after some time, the pressures of life, it and then they go back to some things. You are going to pray. Father, give me a delight in your word. It's a simple prayer. Give me a delight in your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, give me a delight in your word. You want to lift up your voice and pray. Father, give me a delight. May I, may I have delight in your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the studies of the word, the reading of the word, the meditation of the word, the practice of the word. Father, let it be my delight. In the mighty name of Jesus, let it be my delight. In the mighty name of Jesus, let it be my delight, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. Let my delight be thy word, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, let thy, let thy word be my delight. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice, somebody, and pray. Lift up your voice, somebody, and pray. Shakatala bakaba, rakaba bakaba, sheke telebe, reko toba, sheke vele mahatuse, rabakatala baliasata, rebento braku shekete, rako shekete, rabababa shakata, rako shakatala baliasata. Delight, O God, my delight in your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Skora bakata reke sheke rababaku sebranda baluasata leko shakataba rebebeko shagranta lavaluasata laba lekrete sheke telemelu sadabaha rekababalia santa laba kabaluasata ilebegreti sheke veluasata rakababalia katalaba kora babaliata rebeke telebe kushadabaha in the mighty name of Jesus Allah's prayer Deuteronomy chapter twenty eight. 
Deuteronomy 28 said, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And then when you read further, you see the importance, the benefit of obedience. Now, everything that has got to do with God, or everything and anything that has got to do with our relationship with God, we need grace. We need grace, the ability of God. You need grace to be obedient. You need grace to obey the word of God. Because at, at that same time now, there are other things that are taking your attention. It takes the grace of God to obey. You want to pray, Father, the grace to obey. The grace to obey. It's a simple prayer. Father, the grace to obey. The grace to be obedient in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace to be obedient in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace to be obedient in the mighty name of Jesus. The grace to be obedient in the mighty name of Jesus. Shakabalaba shakata. Reke telebeko shagrantalaba loasatadebe. The grace to obey, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Father, thank you. We bless your name. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. So, man of God, apostle, I think uh, my time is up. So, I would love to end it here. God bless you so much. And thank you for the opportunity. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Glory. Glory. Shabanda Rabayanda. Wow. Beloved, I want us to lift up our voice and pray for the man of God. What a wonderful session. What a wonderful session. Man of God, God bless you mightily. God bless you mightily. God bless you mightily. Beloved, I want us to lift up a prayer for him and his wife and the ministry. And we are looking at Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 6 to 7. Isaiah 61 verse 6 to 7. Now, I am reading from the Good News Bible. Good News Bible. Catholic edition in the Septuagint order. Good News Bible. Catholic edition in the Septuagint order. That is J-N-B-D-K. Okay. Isaiah 61 verse 6 to 7. The Bible says, And you will be known as the priests of the Lord the servants of our God he said you will enjoy the wealth of the nations and be proud that it is yours your shame and disgrace are ended you will live in your own land and your wealth will be doubled your joy will last forever beloved i want us to proclaim these blessings over his life and the family right now we are praying for him and the wife and the family and the ministry that let him enjoy let them enjoy the wealth of the nations and that they will be proud that it is theirs their shame and disgrace are ended and that they will live in their own land their own houses and that their wealth will be doubled and their joy will last forever can you open your mouth wherever you are and begin to lift up these prayers for them 
Kadin dei va aite za kayandei ileita unda bandu akatu alei ipandu kuatu talia ayanda ma panduri idei kuatalush izeni iva katun atua ilei waleima apandu kuatia adema aduntulu apalie ilei kimbanduri indema matutu itakualiandei adu do in Pandakua, Avelep in Tozonda in the Balu, Rabaya Igada, Alega de Lega de Legadouche, in the Masuko Doria, Yadona Capandale, Alu Makua da Pandulia, Aleka Pantu Duasa, Ibabagabadia de Vishabadia, Pandaria, Rapanda in the Pandoria, Rakuba in the Luatatusiande, in the Luakatua, Father in the Baluate, let them enjoy the wealth of the nations, Rakomaliate, and let them be proud that it is theirs. Rakoya, we decree and declare, and we prophesy according to your word, and that every Shame and disgrace has entered in the Lord Shapandalia. They will live in their own houses that you have purpose for them. Their wealth is doubled in Delu Palut Atush Atulaya. Their wealth is doubled. Their joy will last forever in Dela Kateli in Pandawa Rabaka de la Dusha. Delia, I yet the van gradush a pando, Racolo Pandurie, Irem Paluata Sundai, Arush a Deli Panduria, Rabalush in Polo Asiante, Ragagagush Atunda Lahida, Rebali in Dulu Isaike Pandaya, Rudana in Lem Pandoria, Recaturanda Indolo, Ile Katunda Lahida. Manuri ke panda, waloni ke pande idei, wale imboma kadimba atunda, abandi kumba atula, raganda atush inda, ila wale imbanduha, revei shapanda, rados adilish, ilombros ampaye, valos. Rakaya. For there shall not be any end unto their blessings. Oh, Rakadi Shele Kalabaya. Ileke Roshanda Rabaya. Sepali Anduria. In Jesus precious name man of god god bless you mightily rev Uh, that is a word that was a powerful word that was an edifying word that was an a word of impact in fact i have been hit so much by the word hallelujah beloved god bless you so much for joining and 
thank you so much i believe that everybody has been imparted with the word you see that is what ministry is it's just one team but look at what the holy spirit is doing every speaker is bringing out powerful revelation concerning spiritual maturity concerning spiritual maturity oh please thanks be to jesus <laughs> we are privileged and so much honored to have you you see that is what god is doing and it is my prayer for you even as he prayed with us and he prayed for us that we will receive that grace to be obedient and to believe to be obedient to act on the word to believe to believe to believe we take our eyes off everything and we position our eyes on him alone oh the eyes of our understanding it is on him our natural eyes it is on him we believe him alone and we obey everything that he gives us he shares with us he speaks to us and as he said there are levels of obedience but no matter the word that comes, Mary said, Allo, Bradisha, Mary said unto the servant, he said, hey, whatever he says unto you, do it. It is so simple to just say it from your mouth. But we need the grace that we will be able to act. Because it is in the action, the doing, that the blessings flow god bless all of you mightily and tonight is day three cash we are still ascending <laughs> what an encounter with the glory of god hallelujah wow powerful encounter hallelujah so um tomorrow god willing we are going to continue yeah thursday friday saturday we are continuing please you don't have to miss it and please try to come early okay yeah come early come early yeah log in earlier so that you will not miss even a single word you will not miss even a single word but that you will be able to receive every word that comes and you are going to be much more blessed in jesus mighty name thank you all so much and please have a very wonderful night i celebrate all the great men and women of god who joined i celebrate all of you yes i celebrate all of you thank you all so much for joining yes god bless all of you mightily and once again god bless our papa so much apostle david martin edujenfi for releasing the man of god unto us so that he will be a great blessing for us tonight god bless daddy so much amen and amen beloved please have a wonderful night and tomorrow god willing we will meet again we will meet again thank you so much and bye hey and god bless lady pastor mercy for um always be with you and releasing you to us yes god bless lady pastor mercy yes god bless her so much yeah that's it amen and amen love it thank you and bye wow ah, yeah, 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 yeah.
le kalabalo tazori adira baro shere andarusa la mano varue ye 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 aya shekara mazori ano tazei la baro jane iverushane menoromona ye e karo Zelayane, Leane, Leane, Zeane, Ikemenanye, Shelemanono, Sanadia, Iserono, Shemanu, Zalabadoni, Babaloni, Zalabaloni, Veladon, Mendezorono, Shenemano, Sandariani, Ikenele, Ikenelano, Talayane, Eh 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 God bless all of you. Have a wonderful night. Bye. (laughs) Thank you. Holy shit.